What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Booma Outdoors. We are back at my house on the porch, which seems to be everybody's favorite spot for the podcast. You know, I don't know if it has something to do with the beautiful sounds in the background or, you know, I just sound amazing at night when I'm almost asleep. But, you know, regardless, we're back at it. Um, it's a beautiful, beautiful, crispy, chill evening. Oh my gosh. I love this weather. Um, we're waiting on it for a minute. Oh, I love it. It's bonfire weather. Uh, can't wait to go tomorrow. I'm going to a bonfire with some friends. And then I think I'm going to a Halloween party get together friend thingy. Um, which that should be funny because uh everybody's kind of dressing up and I left my costume idea up to one of my buddies that's hosting it. I told him to pick me up a costume cuz I don't have a costume store near me. If you know even remotely where I'm at, I'm in the middle of nowhere. So, <laughs> unless I'm getting my costumes from Dollar General or Save a Lot, you know, yeah, uh, I'm having him pick him up my costume, so I'll keep you guys updated and let you guys know what he ends up picking, um, it'll probably be something really funny, just knowing him and us and just everybody that's gonna be there, it'll, it'll probably be something funny, uh, I know that, um, my fiance is gonna go as a T-Bone. Uh, from iCarly, the, <laughs> the dude with the dreads that works at like the smoothie place or whatever that always has the stick of foods. He's got the bagels. Um, that's what she's going as. So that, sh <laughs> that should be a beautiful sight. Um, and Caitlin, when you're listening to this, I say that because you're always a beautiful sight and you know, it, there's just nothing that you would be able to do to mess that up. So you would make a beautiful T-Bone, you know, T-Bone, whatever his name is. Um, but yes, looking forward to that. That'll be funny. The whole thing should be pretty funny. Um, I might try and get a picture with everybody or with everybody's costumes or something like that while we're there and post it to my Instagram. So if you're curious to see what my costume actually is and you want to see it, Check out Boom Outdoors. Um, this podcast is going to drop Friday night. So if you listen to it Friday night or Saturday morning, afternoon kind of thing, then um, probably won't see it. But if you listen to it anytime after that, go check out my page. I'll try and get something posted up there. I'll at least have mine and Caitlin's probably posted on there because I'm sure she'll want to take a picture. Um, oh, dude, that'll be funny. I'm looking forward to that. That'll be cool. But <sighs> other than that, with um, with our church, we're having a big fall, like Halloween fall festival thing where everybody's kind of dressing up as something. And our college and career group decided to go with a theme 
And so we went with Toy Story. And, you know, I uh, may or may not have decided to go as the piggy bank, Ham. And so, and so I ordered a big inflatable piggy bank costume, which is Ham from Toy Story. So uh, I told the Bible study that I go to on Thursday nights that. And when I pulled it up on on Amazon, uh, it just pulled up as like a jacket, and I was like, "What the heck?" And so I was like, "That's not what I that's not what I ordered." And so I clicked on it, and then it popped up, and I was like, "That that's what I'm going as." I was like, I showed him, and I was like, "I'm going as Ham from Toy Story," and everybody lost it. Like every like they were just like, "I was not expecting that." And I was like, "Well, now you know." And so. Expect me to be fully dressed up in a big old uh, ham costume uh, with a hand-made remote. And I'm just going to be clicking away. So, uh, excuse me. Uh, I'm tired. Uh, got off of work, went straight to the woods, and hunted the rest of the day. So, came home, had to run to the store and get some kid, some litter for the cats. Uh, I'm tired. I'm going back out tomorrow morning before going to the bonfire and Halloween party thing. So I'm going to try and make this a little short and sweet. But yeah, that's what I'm going as for Halloween for that. Um, it should be pretty funny. Also, check out my Instagram at Boom Outdoors for that. I'm sure there'll be p- plenty of pictures on there. Uh,. So if you're interested to see what everybody's dressed up as and what I look like in a big inflatable pig costume, check me out. Uh, speaking of uh, church, it's not really that it has to do with like church, but I mean, I guess it kind of does. So I'm helping with youth group this year and I helped a little bit last year. And so I'm trying to take it more seriously. And so with that, I was like, okay, I know when I'm at work, I don't always use the best language that I should. And so I came up with this thing. I was like, okay, every time I say a word that is, you know, like that I don't need to say, like cuss or something, I'm going to do five push-ups. And I told my coworkers, like, look, hey, if I cuss, I was like, you guys need to keep me accountable and I'm doing five push-ups. And I don't know why I thought that they were going to be like, yeah, man, yeah, no, we got you. Like, that's that's dope, dope, you know. That's that's going to be awesome. I, I got you, you know. No. Knowing my coworkers, I should have very well thought about the fact that they are going to go, <laughs> all right, all right, say less, say less, and then hit me with something. And by what? What are you going to say? I mean, it's only going to cost you five push-ups, you know. I mean, like, it, I mean, come on. I mean, you know, you know, I'm, I'm just saying. Um, but no, that's something that I'm trying to work on now. So if you guys are with me and you guys hear me say something, say drop and give me five, I'll probably laugh, but then be serious and be like, look, give me five. And I'm like, okay. Uh, but I mean, that's just something that I thought was kind of funny that I'm trying to do to work on myself with a little bit. Cause last thing I want to be is a hypocrite hypocrite teaching kids that you know you don't need to do this and that you know do as i say not to do 
because I'm I'm not trying to be a hypocrite like that. So I'm I'm trying to work on that. And you know, the kids that are in my group, I've been honest with them. Like, hey, look, this is something that I struggle with. You know, I'm trying to be open with them. So it's not like I'm trying to hide that. But yeah, that's what I got going on right now. Also. Where was I going? Oh. Going back to the whole hunting thing. Um, man, I love hunting. But I've literally seen the same deer every single night that I've gone out. Like, I'd probably say that 90% of the time that I go out, I will see deer. And it's amazing. I love it. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me... Don't try and get me to come off as like... Uh, Oh my gosh, I see deer. This is terrible. Like what what is this? Like this is is this really even hunting? Like what like no, like I love seeing deer, but I made a thing with myself and Caitlin that I would not shoot a doe that has fawns with her unless they're old enough to survive like on their own like for sure. And so I was like okay, you know, no big deal. No, bro. Every single doe on this property and what seems to be within the the five mile radius of that property has at least one fawn with them and you know they are adorable to look at like they are very cute little creatures they're very funny blah blah, blah. but like bro i'm trying to pack the freezer and i can't do that with you getting in the way of me shooting your mom Okay, that's going to come off as a little bit aggressive, and I'm sure some people are going to be like, oh my gosh. Look, it's just a part of it, okay? We talked about it on, I think it was my third podcast episode with uh, Sophia Kassman. Um We talked about it on there. If you want to get my viewpoints on that, go go listen to that podcast. Um, I don't need to go through my whole spiel about it again. Just go listen to that. It, uh... I think it's titled our first guest or something but no but I mean it got to the point where tonight I normally stop at like the Dollar General before I go go in I'll grab a drink and grab a snack and so I grabbed a pack of Skittles and a Gatorade and I was out there and right before right before it got too dark this doe and two fawns came walking in and I see them every single day it seems like and they're they're adorable but I was like dude what crap man and I started whistling at them they didn't do anything I was like bro come on and so I started tossing skittles I started tossing skittles at the the fawns the one fawn the bigger fawn the bigger the two and no, I was not just sitting there slinging skittles at these deer and just pegging them. Like I was just sitting there tossing them at them, and they were just—they're just vibing, living their best life, you know. So, yeah, I don't know. It'll be an amazing spot when the rut comes, but until then, I gotta get something figured out, man. Cause I don't know. I love seeing the deer, but. It sucks not being able to put some meat in the freezer, but it is what it is. The Lord shall provide. I trust it. Trust in that process. 
Ugh. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, y'all. Um, no, it, it's all good. As much as, as much as I'm complaining about, I want to feel the freezer and this and that. You know, um, every time I go out, I'm just praying by Lord, let me see some deer and hopefully let me get one that I can shoot at. And if I do get to shut, get to shoot, get to shoot, um, please just like guide my arrow to be straight, true, and be clean ethical kill you know and so about 50% on that like every time so but it's great I love seeing them they're cute just sometimes I'm like Ugh, I'd rather be eating a a nice steak or burger or something like that but it is what it is my dad hunts out there too a little bit he just got his crossbow he's all excited look like a little kid he's just like like look what I got just alright I'm gonna go hunt this day I'm gonna hunt this day and getting back into it but I love seeing him do it it's it's awesome I'm glad that he's getting back out there I love spending that time out there and knowing that he's out there too it's a good peaceful time and so uh, it's it's just peaceful he uh he went out Wednesday night or Thursday Thursday night and he no this was Wednesday night and he had a group of turkey come come in and he had texted me and he's like hey I got like five turkey or something like that over here and I was like well shoot a Tom and he's like they're all Jake's I was like well shoot one of them and he's like I thought it had to be like XYZ requirement. I was like, no. It's just got to have a beard, basically. And so, pop one. And so, he ended up not shooting one because he didn't know. And he was telling me the story later. And it was so funny listening to him tell it because he's like, I don't know where these turkey just like come, come hauling butt. And you're just like, what the heck is that noise? And he turns around, and sure enough, here comes a bunch of turkey like running through the woods. And they kind of stop, and they're sitting there just pecking around, eating. And then one of them, like, jumps up on, like, the tree that his back is to, basically. And is probably, like, six yards from him or something like that. And he's just, like, sitting there looking around. And he's, like, staring at my dad. And he's just, like, um. And so we were laughing about that. But it was cool. Uh, I don't think he's going back out Saturday morning. I don't remember if he said he was or not. If he is, best of luck to you, Pops. Uh, good luck. Hope you get something. Hope I get something. Hope we both get something. That'd be flipping awesome. So, uh, because I know Caitlin and some other people are like, oh, I like this podcast, but I don't. I'm not a huge fan of like the hunting and whatever. I'm going to jump into the next topic that I know you guys will love. Um, football. Because I know it's Caitlin's favorite topic to listen to on the podcast. Um, okay, first things first. I got to get what I want to say about the Tennessee-Alabama game out of the way. I think Tennessee very well could absolutely mop the floor with Alabama. Okay, that is my hot take. 
Actually, I don't even think it's a hot take. But that is my take on the game. I think that they very well could blow Alabama out. But the thing is, Tennessee's got to get past the fact of knowing that Alabama owns Tennessee right now. And if they can get rid of that name of Alabama, then they very I think they very well and easily can this year. I got a couple little keys to why I think that and uh, some points that I think could be big factors of the game. I think the biggest two maybe um, is the home, uh, the home field advantage of Tennessee and the fact that Alabama is absolutely trash on the road. If you look at all of their games so far, they're terrible. I mean, should have lost to Texas, should have lost to Texas A&M, and I mean, they just they just don't play near as well on the road as they do at home. And then you're going to go into UT Stadium? No. UT fans are just way too crazy, way too hype, way too loud to I don't, I don't know. I th- I think that's going to play a huge factor in it and keeping the Tennessee Vols in the game and keeping them hype and keeping them encouraged if something doesn't go their way. Um, I think they have to limit turnovers, like any and all turnovers, and they need to get a few takeaways from Alabama. Um, my other biggest key is Bryce Young. If Bryce Young plays, it will be a game, 100%. And if he plays... Tennessee needs to be very careful with their secondary because their secondary does not look great. And no hate, I'm just being honest. If Bryce Young's in, he's probably going to torch y'all. He'll probably try and torch you guys deep. I'm just saying that is probably y'all's weakest part on your defense is your secondary. So if Bryce Young plays, be careful about that and... You guys got to stick it to him. You guys have to have pressure on him early and often. Not necessarily making him have to scramble and run and use his legs, but just putting pressure on him to where he has to move around and try to make an unbalanced throw. You know what I mean? And then, I mean, if Jaden Milrow plays, I don't I don't think it'll be much of a game. I think Tennessee will pretty easily win. Um He's just not a very good passer. Like, running with his legs, phenomenal. He's a great athlete. But throwing, consistently, he's not a good thrower. And Hendon Hooker is probably in the top, at at the very least, top three, probably number two or so in the SEC of, like, quarterbacks right now. I mean, that's just being completely honest, you know. He's a very good passer, you know. He's, he, he's been torching people, like tor- torching defenses this whole season, and I don't think that's going to change this weekend as long as he goes in there and just stays calm, cool, collective. He will do the exact same thing, you know. So I think that the biggest factor is going to be whether or not Bryce Young plays, but even at that, I still think Tennessee gets the dub. This year, that's me calling it. This is Tennessee's year to end the Bama losing streak and just stomp Alabama and put Tennessee back up in the 
at least top five somewhere up in there and drop Alabama out. And, you know, that's just a great day for everybody. Except for you Bama fans. But, you know, y'all can get over it. Okay? Your time is over. Let's just be real. Saban's going to leave soon. He's probably going to retire. Tennessee's going to beat y'all. He's going to come out with a formal retirement because he's he's just so grief-stricken. But, all right, on to the real game for this weekend. Um, no, I'm just kidding. That game's going to be a, an amazing game. Another game that's going to be really good to watch, though, Tennessee-Penn State. Um, both teams have not played a ranked team yet. Um, Michigan's toughest game has probably been Maryland. And that's just because their offense was very explosive. And it took us a, a little bit to make some adjustments. Defensive-wise, Iowa was somewhat tough. Indiana in the first half was tough. But you also okay, playing Indiana, you have to take into consideration that our running back coach, um, Mike Hart, he had a seizure in the first half, like in the first inning. Or inning. What the heck am I talking about? Um, in the first like quarter, I think it was. Like he had a seizure on the sideline. Game stopped. He had to get carted off, and he's not even back to coach yet. You know, and or at least I don't think that he is. Um, last I heard that he's still like taking a slower recovery to just make sure everything's good and whatever. But I mean, I don't care who you are. If you watch one of your coaches like go down having a seizure on the sideline, like, that's going to take your toll. But, I mean, we started making some adjustments and took care of business. We, we went in at halftime, and I think Coach Harbaugh was saying that we need to win this game for Mike Hart, and we came out and we absolutely shut Indiana out and ran the table with them. So, and, you know, we've kind of done that with, like, every game. Is like we've been a very big second half team and that is terrifying but is also fun to watch but what's also fun to watch is just being a whole game team so Michigan this week against a very good and very similar opponent Penn State um, needs to get out of third gear they need to drop third gear get into fourth and maybe even fifth and just start Start lighting the burners, man. I mean, our biggest thing is I think is going to be probably JJ getting more comfortable. Um, I mean, Cade Marinara um, or McNamara, if you want me to be completely correct or whatever, um, hurt his leg, and I honestly don't even know if he's back yet or not, but. I heard somewhere that the coaches were telling J.J. McCarthy, like, hey, don't don't be running a whole lot. Like, be very careful. Be very cautious because, like, we can't afford you to get hurt and X, Y, Z. And it's like, bro, that is literally what he's, like, known for doing. Like, taking away his legs is taking away, like, 50% of what that kid does, you know. But, I mean, he's still playing good. I mean, his overall stats for this season – um, He's got a completion rate of 78% right now. I mean, I don't care who you are, 78%. I mean, that's a good grade for most people. 
I mean, shoot, when I was in school, that was an amazing grade. I was so happy with that. But he's 94 for 120. Okay, and some people make the argument, it's like, oh, he only played like half the game in the first two games or whatever, you know. Okay, big whoop, you know what I mean? Like, get over yourself. But, I mean, with that, out of 94 for 120, I mean, he's got 1,152 yards, nine touchdowns, and one interception. Like, come on now. That's that's a good, that, those are some good stats. His quarterback rating is an 82%. I mean, come on. Let's, let's just be real. He, he's not doing bad. Um, he just kind of needs to break out of his shell. Um, I think it was like sub, like 10 yards and in his complete, his completion accuracy or whatever is like 80 something percent. And then anything past 10%, 10 yards, good grief. Um, 10 yards, it like goes to like 57%, like almost 60. And it's like, that's a major drop off. But if he can break that barrier, Bro, y'all better watch out. Um, and play action passes. He's 22 for 25 with play action passes with 384 yards and four touchdowns. Like, yo. Run more play action passes. Like, come on, dude. Like, 22 for 25. Out of 25 passes, three were dropped or missed or whatever, you know. I mean, I don't know. It's just if you if you know your quarterback's good like that, and he's good at like doing those little moving plays and just setting his feet and just then firing one. I mean, dude, let him do it and let him run freely. That's a big thing. That thing that needs to happen this week is don't try and hinder him at all. Just go out and let him play his game. Just like JJ, you do you, bro. You do you. And I mean, I think Michigan in their last like. Four games, if not all of our games, like in our first um, first sequence or set of downs or not set of downs, but like <clears throat> our first, <clears throat> oh, geez, um, when we get the ball, the first time that we get the ball, we score. Like we have like fifteen. Like somebody said that we have like fifteen plays. That we were run on our first sequence with the ball, and we're almost a hundred percent with scoring on the first drive. Like, why? Why do we change that up so much? Literally, just because you have fifteen plays and you might go through all fifteen plays on the first drive, doesn't mean you have to change what you're doing. Mix the plays up, change them just ever so slightly. Like, just keep the defense guessing. You know, just because you use them means you lose them I mean shoot if they work they work <sighs> I mean I don't know maybe that goes with the offensive coordinators considering we have two I think it's stupid pick one and roll with it um I don't know I hate that part of it but it is what it is that's that's not my decision those dogs are going nuts um but, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I also think that Blake Corum is going to play a major factor in this game. I think we do not need to overuse him. 
I think we do not need to try and be dependent on him. I don't think we come out in the first game in the first set of downs and run the ball two times. You know, like first game, first play. I I think we do a play action pass and dump one to the tight end on an out route or something. I mean, something pretty simple, not too complicated, but a play action pass because you you people are going to be anticipating a run. It's Michigan. And Penn State is almost playing the exact same way Michigan is. I mean, if you have a running back like Penn State has a running back, what was his name? Um Singleton? Yes, Singleton. That kid's raw. And then they have another kid. Like, Singleton and another kid are true freshmen. And they're good running backs, you know? Like, they're going to run the ball the same as Michigan will. So, like, contain them early and contain them often. But, I mean, <laughs> don't don't get too ahead of yourself with the run. I think that we need to use Corum to our advantage, you know? Like, his stats, out of 118 attempts with running the ball... He's got 735 yards with 11 touchdowns. Sounds like the coyotes are starting to wake up a little bit. Um, For those of you that are bad at math, like myself, um, I just went to ESPN app and looked up the stats. But that's an average of 6.2 yards of play. Like, bro, that's, that's not bad. I mean, come on. Um... Use that to your advantage. Like, use him as, like, a dummy route. Like, try and get the defense to bite on it a little bit. Open up a little bit more of that passing to your tight end or to uh, Roman Wilson or Ronnie Bell. I mean, Roman Wilson's going to be back for this game. Take full advantage of it. Or Anthony. Anthony's a great wide receiver. He showed it last year, and he showed it. I think he's got, like, five receiving attempts and... He's got like 70 yards or something like that. And I think that basically all came from the last game. Um, I mean, he's he's good, you dude. Like, he might not be Roman Wilson or Johnson or whatever, like Ronnie Bell. But he is a good and young wide receiver. Get him some more playing time. Um, but, I mean, Blake Corum and his uh, previous last three games – for Indiana, he was 25 attempts for 124 yards. Versus Iowa, he was 29 attempts for 133 yards. And versus Maryland, he was 30 attempts for 243 yards. Ran absolutely all over him, bro. Them. I mean, use him to your advantage. But I say don't overuse him. Use C.J. Stokes. He's such a great, powerful runner. But I mean... Even at that, you have, our, we have a bunch of running backs that I think could be really good this year. But that's my thing with Blake Corum. I say we don't overuse him. Obviously, use him and use him to your advantage. But when I say use him to your advantage, I mean try and make the defense make stupid mistakes. I'm thinking that you're giving the ball to him so that when you do give the ball to him, they're kind of sitting back on their heels a little bit. You know, give him, give Corum that extra yard or whatever to make something happen because I mean he obviously can look at the replay to that he did on like I think it was his first run of the game against Indiana 
I mean, dude juked like a quarter to half of the team that was on the field in the first play. And then got tackled on the half-yard line. Which probably should have been a touchdown, but you know, it is what it is. He scored the next. He, he scored the very next play, so it's whatever. Um, another thing, Donovan Edwards, I don't know if he's coming back in this game or not, but um, if he is, use accordingly. I mean, be smart. He just got back from being hurt. Um, use sparingly, but he is another running back that is not going to be just a running back. He's a great receiver as well. Um, great hybrid player, if you will. I think we need to take full advantage of him being on the field if we, if he is. Um, our defense, I think we need to continue to keep pressure on the quarterback and make him make stupid throws. Um, Mozzie Smith and Mike Sanctrastill. I know I just butchered that. Um, but you know who I'm talking about. Ooh. Um, they need to have a big game. They need to continuously have pressure on their quarterback and make him make stupid plays. You know, make him make mistakes and let our secondary and our linebackers make plays on the ball. Like, we're, we're very good at man-to-man defense and zone defense. Like, we are fast. So, let, let your defense work, you know. Um, I said earlier we got to contain the run, their running backs early. Um, their leading rusher is a true freshman. Um, Singleton, I mean, shut him down. Shut him down early. Take his breath away and don't give it back to him, you know. I mean, watch for the little tight end dumps and don't get beat over the top. Like, you have to limit and take away all of their big play opportunities because you cannot kill your momentum and give it and just hand it to them. So... That's my take on it. I think that this will be an extremely good game. I think they play extremely similar, and I'm excited and also nervous about this game. I think Michigan wins, but I think it's going to be very close. I would not be I would not be surprised if you said it was like 35 to 28 or something like that or so, something similar to that, you know, but I mean, we'll see what happens. Uh, yeah, but what time is it? Oh, man. Alrighty. Well, I'm about to go to bed. I'm going to go hunt in the morning and then go to a bonfire and um, go see what my buddy picked out for my costume. So, I'll keep you guys updated. If you guys have any questions that you guys want me to answer on the podcast, please hit me up at Booma Outdoors. I would gladly answer them on here. If you have anything you want me to talk about, hit me up at Booma Outdoors and DM me. I'll gladly try and talk about stuff. And if you want to be a guest on the podcast, hit me up at Booma Outdoors and we can try and make something happen. Um, I'm going to try and get my buddy Donovan. He's a tattoo artist. Uh, I'm going to try and talk to him soon and try and get him on the podcast at some point in time. I think that would be super dope. And there's a couple other people that I have in mind as well. So I'm trying to get some things figured out for you guys. Um, Let me know what you guys are thinking. Leave me a review. Um, I know a couple of people have asked me about the Anchor app. And honestly, I can't give 
any more thanks to them and also the dudes from the unbiased podcast Britt dillard and joseph west shout out to you guys y'all are the absolute boys for hooking me up with this um anchor is completely free if you did not know and they basically do everything for you you can have your profile set up within five minutes and have your first episode done and however long it takes you to make your episode plus 10 minutes and that's like max but shout out to anchor thank you guys so much for making this so much easier on me because you know i'm not tech savvy whatsoever um, I can barely work my phone most of the time, but it is what it is. I appreciate y'all. Thank you guys for the love. Give me any ideas, thoughts that you guys have, and, you know, I'll see you guys on the next one. Love y'all. Deuces, and I will talk to y'all later.